Welcome to Bench Reactions, an NBA podcast brought to you by a ghost tour guest that goes too far. <laughs> I'm your host, Patrick Hervey, and I'm joined today by the two biggest Swifties I know, Jason Lamprecht and Dan Lyons. What's up, dudes? Well, I don't know if I'm a Swiftie. I think I'm a, I'm a Kelsey. Well, you dressed That's up huge. as him for Halloween, but... Or did he no, dress he up dr- as... No, he didn't dress up as Travis Kelsey. He dressed up as a girl he knows named Kelsey. It's a different name. Who has Hashtag a team Kelsey. She has a She has a feud with Taylor. And Dan is totally team Kelsey. Ironically. Ironically, she hates Taylor Swift. In a move nobody oh, saw coming. Gosh. I don't want anyone to have a bad day. <laughs> Dan, did you make any friends today? Not really. (laughs) There it is. Well, in case anyone was wondering, we are recording this very, very late on Saturday night. And uh, I don't know. This could be completely. Well, I did like so much stuff today. (laughs) I definitely left my apartment today multiple times. I mean, you got to go get food sometime, you know, by yourself Uh, or with people. Could be either or. Mm-mm. All right. Well, on that note, uh, on today's episode, we are going through our predictions extravaganza with a beautifully prepared three-course meal from Chef Jason <laughs> that he has put together for us before we wrap up with Dan's Mud Pie Moment of the Week. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, let's kick it over to our, our guy, Chef Jason. Jay, take it away. Uh, you know... If you look outside, you might think it's a time when uh, you see the leaves are dying. Uh, my pumpkin that I carved uh, two weeks ago is already starting to get smushy on uh, on my balcony. Is that part of your social life? Or are you just doing that by yourself? <laughs> Gosh. Sorry. I carved half of it with people and the other half by myself. <laughs> when you were eating by yourself? So All right. Okay. okay. Listen. Even though it seems like it's dying outside, <laughs> in the NBA world, this, it's like spring has sprung. It's a, it's a new day. It's a new season that starts this week, and it's a time for hope, optimism, and it's a time to put up or shut up. Because we've been doing lots of over unders, but it's time for your boldest predictions on the things that the people want to know. Because that's what we're all about. Giving the people what they want. Uh, don't sue us. Jalen and Jacoby. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this three-course meal, uh, as uh, as Mr. Hervey has uh, described it, we're going to start with some appetizers. Some, like little some horse dopers, if you will. <laughs> horse that's, how you, that's how you pronounce it, right? Not even horse dovers. Horse dovers. Horse dovers. <laughs> Coors Duvers. Coors Duvers. Appetiz, like little nepotiz. Um, uh, we're going to start with, uh, start with a, a, little, a little, little taste. A little taste of the bench for bench reactions, you know? Uh, sixth man of the year. Uh, I'm, we're going to do this where I, uh, I'll have you guys give your uh, predictions, then I will give mine. Are you ready? Are you ready for to give your own, Dan? Uh, yeah, I can give my own. Okay, okay. So, sixth man of the year, uh, Pat, uh Patrick, 
Who do you have for six man of the year? All right, six man of the year. I have former Lakers legend Malik Monk winning six man of the year for oh. the Sacramento Kings. Uh, look, this guy balled out in the playoffs last year. I think he had a pretty solid regular season as well. I think he's going to take the momentum from their playoff. I mean, they lost in seven games to the Warriors, but he looked really, really good. Um, I'm just happy for him, man. Like he was kind of written off when he was in Charlotte. Uh, I would say that the Lakers helped revive his career and now he's thriving in Sacramento next to one of his besties, Darren Fox. And it's just a beautiful story. And I think he's going to average probably 15 to 18 points off the bench. And that's, you know, typically good enough to win six men of the year. Cause let's be honest, this is really just like a, who's the best scorer off the bench in the league. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Malik. Okay. And who does Chase have, Patrick? Chase has Malcolm Brogdon, who is currently on the, the Trailblazers. We'll see if he stays on the Blazers or if he goes to another team. So maybe this is Chase betting on him going to another team. Uh, because if he stays on the Blazers, I don't think anyone's going to be watching a lot of Blazers games this year. I will because I love Scoot, but we'll see. I love the idea that Chase, where we're like, Chase, give us your picks for six for for the awards this year. And he was like, he just thought we were asking him to tell us who won the awards last year. <laughs> He's like, just go look at Google, you idiots. <laughs> um, yeah, running it back. Okay, okay. Uh, going for the incumbent advantage. All right, Chase. Uh, Daniel. Jay, this one's for you. I got our newly, freshly minted paid man, Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, the bait I thought he was going to say Gabe Vincent. You jerk. <laughs> you Gabe are Vincent. a master at the bait and switch, Dan. Gabe Vincent? Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, man, my man Peyton um, unbelievable stuff. Is, is, is playing like your guy, uh, or playing, maybe he's playing a little strong. But he definitely thinks he's playing like Austin Reeves. Oh gosh, that guy, get out of here! <laughs> that guy, Jason's face, <laughs> just no, horrified. Man, he, he he definitely he is literally the poorest man's Austin Reeves, <laughs> the, 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 the absolute man. poorest man. No man, Pritchard, you heard it here first on Bench Reactions. Peyton Pritchard, There's sixth some... man of the year. There's some people that live in tents outside my window. That's their Austin Reeves. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> goodness gracious, Daniel. Uh, um, me, uh, this is uh, serendipitous. Uh, totally me and Zach have the same pick for six sh- man of the year. Shocked, shocked I tell you. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel quickly. Uh, he was the runner up last year. Uh, the Knicks are poised to be just as good as they were last year. Uh, uh, despite uh, Chase's uh, prophecy, I don't think Malcolm Brogdon is going to stand in the way of Emmanuel quickly this time. Uh, and so, yeah, he was great last year. I, he, I think he still isn't going to start, um, uh, especially with the addition to DiVincenzo. So uh, me and Zach, Emmanuel quickly, book it. Um, Zach also says Norm Powell was up there for me, and he wanted to j- give Jalen Williams J-A-L-E-N Williams type of consideration. Is he uh, be coming off the would, bench? Wait, J-A-L-E-N? He says he might start too much. Yeah, oh. he says he might start too much. Um, is big Jalen Williams potentially starting? No. If they want to play him next to Chet, if they're worried about Chet playing too much five, I think they'd start 
they'd start Arkansas, Jalen Williams potentially, but I they're going to start J Dub. I think. Yeah, I mean, you would. He's you too would good, think. man. Um, my other uh, my other guys to look look for uh, from me, not from Zach uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. You might hear a lot of. It's a good boxy. one talk from me uh today. when did we become a hawks um, pod how did this happen i'm listen, so mad i'm weirdly i'm weirdly like on board with everyone who we hated on all last season basically me too hawks, what, what's Wolves. happening to us yeah absolutely um, not i will not stand how, for this how about karis lavert definitely not starting for the Cavs anymore and i like not, him in that role not dead how about, huh. about little cam thomas oh you my know? god <laughs> See, that's that's what I thought you were gonna go with Jay. I think Ben Simmons is gonna uh, take too many of his minutes. Well, yeah, Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is starting, right? So yeah, get them buckets off the bench. Um, and then one more guy. How about Nas Reed? How about Nas Reed? Um, that one was just for Andrew. Andrew, no, Andrew, you're not his favorite <laughs> sibling. Uh, he knows. He knows. He's definitely my favorite sibling. Um, okay. Um, okay. Next. Uh, next category. So you heard it here. A little, the, the group is leaning. Forty percent of the group is leaning towards Emmanuel quickly. Congratulations, Knicks fans. Um, next one, Coach of the Year. Uh, who is going to be guiding their team to a greater success than expected? Because I feel like that's what this uh, normally means. Uh, we'll start with Dan. Dan, who's your who's your coy? My koi, like koi, coach of the year, koi, like a like a like a koi fish. Correct, koi pond. Koi pond, great. Okay, my coach of the year is definitely going to be Steve Clifford. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> no, he doesn't get to take I can't tell back. anymore. Is that it? No take backs. <laughs> you can't you can't triple step a double step. <laughs> you can't triple step a double step. Okay, but in all seriousness, hold on, sorry, I'm pulling it up. I'm like, in all seriousness, I have to look up the okay, odds let's... right now because I did not prepare <laughs> for this segment. Patrick. Wait, what? Let's go to Patrick and come on back. Patrick, who do you have? Who's your coin? Dr- drum roll, please. Listen, okay, so here is a, a little bit of a qualifier to this. I really feel this need to stay on brand with my takes that I've had over the last few months. And there are definitely some takes that I've had that I look back on and I'm like, that was really dumb. Why did I say that? But I'm going to double down on this one. And I'm going to say that Quinn Snyder is going to be coach of the year. So suck on that, Daniel. What? What? I think the Hawks are going to be an incredible regular season team. This dude has a track record of overachieving with teams in the regular season. Now, playoffs will be a different story. But this is a regular season award, and I think that team is going to jump up significantly in wins from where they've been at the last few seasons. So I'm going Quinn Snyder. Can I add a second person who I don't think is going to win, but I think absolutely yeah, give us a guy to, to watch. Give us a guy to watch. Uh, this is a part of me being on brand because I uh, I poo pooed this team into the the deepest darkest <laughs> poo poo pile that I could have. Uh, Eric Spolster, man, the fact that this dude doesn't have a Coach of the Year award is a freaking travesty. It's a sham. It's a complete mockery of this award. And I do think that we should just give it to him, even if the Heat are like mediocre or not great this season. So that's my Eric Spolster take. 
Well, consider yourself Clay Bennett if OKC doesn't uh, vote for the arena because you just stole my thunder. Yes! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) My koi is Eric Spolstra. It's time. Everyone thinks Miami's going to get worse. I think they're going to get better regular season-wise. They're going to win like 48 games, and it's going to be an it's time. It's going to be Emo Jimmy, baby. Let's go. Yep. Mm. And especially because they're... Like they're doing it again. Uh, they're some of these unearthing random people... friggin' dudes. Cole Swider <laughs> just <laughs> dropping threes like he's Gabe Vincent in the playoffs last season. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that is one um, take that I uh, really wish I could I could take back. But again, there's no take backs. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> you can't triple stamp a double <laughs> stamp. I have. Uh, who does Chase have, Patrick? Chase has, and you guys all have the proof in your text. This is not me just saying this. Mark Dagnall. <laughs> I will say, I looked up the odds today. Mark Dagnall has the highest odds to win this award. I did not choose him, but I would be thrilled if he wins, obviously. It makes sense. It would make a ton of sense um, if, they, if they get into the, like, the lower part of playoff seedings or something. Uh, Daniel, are you yeah. ready now? <laughs> yes, did you look? Now. Did you look up the odds? Well, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I have, I have some real takes. So one, one team that, that I like that is a little bit for I just want to give some love. I'll give some love to Rick Carlisle on the Pacers. Um, I think that That's they are one. going to do better. I just, I just, I have a lot of Halliburton stock. Um, and I think that, like, obviously Rick has, has shown that he's been a great NBA coach. But, right, like, like we were saying, Coach of the Year definitely seems to be, like, the better than we thought you were going to be award. And I think, I, I think the Pacers have, have, have a good one for that. And who... I'm just I'm actually flying in the face of what I just said. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics just tore everything down and had like a sixty-seven win season and Missoula got a lot of love for for like like for that, even though the Celtics have been in the Eastern Conference Finals for what feels like the last twenty years. Uh I I do think that if if the Celtics play like incredible in the regular season that that, that Missoula will get some talk. Okay, so commit yourself. Who's going to win? Oh, Missoula. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, keep, keep, that take, uh, keep that take floating in the air for a little bit later. We'll have a conversation <laughs> about, about Miss, Mr. Missoula. Um, wow, you have uh, thoughts Zach? about Joe Missoula? What? <laughs> you? <laughs> Big Missoula um, guy. Big Zach, Missoula fan. <laughs> Zach is a man after my own heart today. Uh, his pick is Taylor Jenkins, uh, who I maintain should have won last year. And, uh, and if he, if, if they can kind of brave the ship and get in like the mid to high forties, I'm with Zach on that, that Taylor Jenkins should win. But I, I heavily considered, uh, Quinn Snyder also. I also will say I, I can to give love back to Jason, I consider Darvin Ham as well because I think the Lakers I, are gonna I be a juggernaut him. in the regular season. <laughs> I have him on my on my list too. Look out. Uh wow, just so much love in this podcast between <laughs> everyone the but Dan. Hawks call. I just don't understand the Hawks love right now. Listen, like, I just don't well, understand at least on. one of our fans lives in Atlanta. Shout out to Dustin. We love you. It's true. He'll it's listen to this in about six think. weeks. It's called Groupthink, Dan. Get into it. <laughs> yeah. Dustin couldn't name one Atlanta Hawk. It's like 
present or past Atlanta Hawk. He's like Josh Smith, uh, <laughs> Devin Harris. <laughs> Who else? Devin Harris. Okay. It's a deep cut so for So let's you. go. Let's go to, I know to Devin Harris. Keep the, keep the tra- train on the tracks here. Let's go from the Koi to the Roti. The Rotai. Okay. Rookie of the year. Go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say, like, leading into it, there's really only, like, we, we all have eyes, right? Like, we, 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 we can see. So I feel like there should be, there's like, he, you know, he's, he's the once, once in future, like, rookie of the year. The bestest mensch. <laughs> the bestest mensch. And then there's that the game. Field, did anyone watch right? that game last night, though? For real? Like, the play he had coming from basically under the basket out to block Clay on the three, run Dude. up ahead wait for clay to pass him and dunk was just like what did i i watched most of the game he, and it was he started insane. at the block he started yeah. that closeout at the block and he, his wingspan's like 14 feet man it's absolutely it's, nuts it's it's insanity right like all due respect to chet and i actually do think if there is right just sort of pending on how things turn out there could be some 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 competition there between him and chet but realistically, I feel like it's it, like this award is Vic's to lose, right? A thousand percent. He just needs to play yeah. enough games. I think. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming most of us have had us. Anyone I, I, besides Wemby? I. It's all bet on health, and I don't. I just don't know what to think about his health going into the season. Um, I've got a little bit of a. I got. I've got a little bit of a dark horse because I think the other guy, like Chet's, obviously, so, uh, you know, somebody we would consider. I think Scoot is high up there as well. It's all the guys that you see kind of the highest odds on. Those are the top three. Um, I think Amen Thompson has a chance, at least a, a very dark horse shot at winning this award. If the Rockets are better than expected, I think a lot of that will be driven by him. I've really liked what I've seen in preseason from him, and. Um, my only concern is, will there be enough shots <laughs> to go around for him to take? But I do think that he does all the other things really well already. I mean, the dude is just an absolute freak of nature athletically. And again, I guess you can make the same argument for Asar Thompson as well. Either of the Thompson bros, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would wager on potentially as a dark horse candidate. Amen might split votes with Cam Whitmore on his own team, man. Uh, from That's true. What? preseason was looking like um there might be a lot of teams who are going to regret uh oh my goodness more. But, uh, yeah i don't i don't even think it never even came out why everyone was concerned about him right wasn't that injury was risk knee. or something yeah, yeah I his it was, knee was yeah. fine was to me the dudes yeah, was, dunking on guys that's left and right i saw Seriously. i saw somewhere i was like well it looks like the knee's okay so for the record yeah. dan is wemby uh pat at the end of the day is wemby with some dark horses and Chase is uh, as well. Ch- Chase is Wemby. Uh, I am Wemby. Uh, Zach said to to paddle his own canoe and uh, and stick with the PNW, and he's he's going with Scoot. Yeah, I like, uh, I like that Scoot choice. I think it's a good choice. He has Scoot as his guy, but again, uh, as a man after my own heart today, sleeper Kulabali, who quote is going to start apparently. Cool, dude. Winning yeah. the rookie of the year over Victor Wembanyama. I said his name. It's right. a bet on health, dude. If Wemby plays, he's <laughs> going to win it. But I think that there's a legitimate shot that the Spurs like really take it slow. If he has anything pop up during the year, and the guy's a giant, so the chances of something happening at some point I think are relatively high. Kulabali's looked freaking good, dude. 
especially yeah. <laughs> on defense. That dude's yeah. on-ball defense already is insane. So I think he's going to be on the all-defensive team within the first like three years of his career. Lock it in. And whoa, and look, we haven't gotten full predictions yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not predicting that for this season. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm just glad that I put in a little caveat to my Wizards underpick, which is if Koulibaly plays a lot, that they <laughs> might go over. And so I get to be on both sides of the fence there. It's kind of nice. That is one take I also wish I could have back. They look awful, and Jordan Poole looks awful. So, <laughs> do you see his stats? It was like he scored like uh, 11 points okay. on two for 10 shooting one night, and then 41 points on like 15 for 19 shooting the next. And then last night, he, he scored like three points on two for seven. It's just like and this I, is, and this I is what's going to be. That video of, Den, of Denny Ab- Abdiel, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, just just looking already. Like <laughs> was, I saw on Twitter. This, there was there's was someone who was like like talking about the Danny Avdia video, being like, "Bro, he wouldn't pass the ball to Steph Curry. Like, good luck getting him to like pass the ball to you." <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Um, okay, the last or sorry, uh, the second to last type of tease that we've got is a little depoy, little depoy today. Um, I'm gonna start uh, because I feel like starting this one. With who I cool think boy. should be the favorite, <laughs> cool buddy. Uh, though Vic could certainly be a, a, a wrench in literally everyone's plans for every award and every prediction forever after this, these games. But for this season, going into the season, Anthony freaking Davis. That's another. That's that is another. It's time. It's time. I think the playoffs. That's fair. Told everyone that he's the best defensive player in the league. Um, people are primed to see it. Um, he doesn't have to do much offensively for this Laker team. Uh, and so uh, I think, and if they're great, then he'll get the credit this time. Plus he declared that he's going to win or he's going to play 82 games. He didn't say it. He declared it. So <laughs> it's on record. It's gonna I declare <laughs> 82 you games. You can't just say it and have it go away. I didn't say it. I declared it. What say uh-uh. you? Daniel. Mm. So mine, I think riding off of uh, seeing that his front office is, is behind him uh, after making some declarations of his own over the summer, seeing it, I think running, coming in, understanding that he has somebody else to carry the scoring burden on his team. I'm going with Giannis Antetokounmpo saying like, I am just Good going on. to be the race. I'm just going to be the eraser this season. I'm like going to jump in here uh, with because Zach agrees with you for the exact same reason. The mm-hmm. exact same reason. Oh, uh, no. that, you just uh, pulled a pack. No. That was nice. Uh, no. He says Giannis, all his energy now that the offensive load is lessened. So it's two for Giannis, one for AD, Patrick Kirby. Uh, well, Chase, again, um, I think got stuck thinking this was the 2023 award. So he went with Triple J, <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is is definitely high in the the odds. And it could happen. Maker's eyes right yeah. now. Yeah. I think so, for sure. He just needs to not foul out in uh, 23 minutes like he did the other night. Um, I have a different <laughs> choice. So this is kind of fun that we, you know, for the most part, are all kind of on different pages here. This one's going to be a little contradictory to uh, some Ooh. of the over-under takes that I had. I am going with 
Bam Adebayo as my choice for defensive player of the year. Again, I just, I say one thing one week and the next week I'm like, you know, you know, maybe both things can happen at the same time. This dude um, is a top five defensive player in the league. I think we saw, you know, on the sort of national stage, what he's capable of doing uh, in the playoffs on the defensive end. That dude is a defensive anchor for a team that I think is going to be uh, really, really strong defensively. They typically are. And um, his on-off numbers in general are just astounding. So I am very pro Bam. I love Bam. I would love to have him on my team. I think any of us, well, minus maybe Jason, because he already has Anthony Davis. But I, yeah, I think Bam is a is a solid uh, choice for this award. So that's what I'm going with. You might say you're a little hot and cold on this Miami team. Why? That's right. That's right. Why? Why? They're the Miami Heat on one hand and the Miami cold on the other hand. <laughs> I'm in pain. I'm actually This is what in... happens when I take a power <laughs> nap before a podcast. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I am so not so... <laughs> Okay, so listeners, you've heard it here. Uh, one of us thinks Anthony Davis is going to win this award and the other four are wrong. So, um... <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. So, so let's keep it moving. Um the last appetite that we got, I, listeners, look, if you were just dying to hear what your favorite, very niche, niche basketball podcasters thought about who was going to win most improved player, yeah, you can blame me. I put the kibosh on that. <laughs> I, refu- I, I refused to pick the winner of most improved player because I don't believe in picking the winner of most improved player. But we did each come with some suggestions of some players to watch who might make big leaps and improvements this season. Uh, who you guys got, uh, 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 Pat, who you got? I'm going to go first because I want to, once again, just take my guy Dan's head and just like smush his face into this <laughs> pile that I'm going to create right now. What is wrong um, with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going with a, a guy that's on the Orlando Magic, and his no. name is Markel Foltz. <laughs> Markel Fultz, super underrated. Dan continues to poop on this guy left and right on all of our pods, dating back to, I don't even know, sometime last season. Markel Fultz is good, dude. He is good. <laughs> and I think with this Magic team, Dan, you're always talking about how they need an organizing principal. Well, they have Anthony Black, who is a rookie, and they need a legitimate point guard to run things. And I think Markel is, is that guy, and I think he's going to show why he's that guy even more this upcoming season. Um, last season, I just want to remind you guys and the listeners, he averaged four. I mean, again, you're not going to be like blown away by these stats, but I think they're solid. He averaged 14, uh, six and four on 51% shooting 31% from three, which he's, you know, that was up from where he's been the rest of his career, but he shot 78% from the free throw line. He's good. He's good. And I think he's going to take a leap this year. And that's going to be a big reason why um, the Magic are better than they were last season. So there you go. I mean, look, a leap from those numbers is like, does that mean like all-star consideration? Is that what we're talking about here? I don't think so. I mean, he's still going to be, I think, yeah. under under 20 points a game probably. But I think he's going to take a leap with the shooting. His defense is great. Um, he doesn't need to score that much, though, because the, the Magic have other dudes, you know. Uh, Dan's lovers, Franz and <laughs> Paolo, Hans and Franz, Franz, as he likes to call Franz, them. Franz, Franz. <laughs> uh, oh, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to take on that that scoring load, but he can distribute and he can play defense, which is what he's good at. 
I would want him to distribute a little bit more, which is funny because that actually, I, <laughs> I would, for for mine, because it, it's not the most improved player, but it's somebody who I want to see take the next step, which is like eh, close enough to what what we were hoping for in in, in this segment. But I want to see Paulo take the leap, um, to to move and specific specifically with scoring, actually, um, and so I I agree, and and I don't know if if that's how. I mean, Markel is is beyond. I think like thinking that he's going to be the number one option on a team, um, and it's not just the assist. Like obviously, right? You want the assist numbers to to go, or I want the assist numbers to, to go up for for Markel. But when I talk about like organizing principles, what I'm really saying is like, hey, you have a great, you have great, great front court players, right? To your point about not taking shots, and so I want to see Paolo. Um, not yeah, I would say be a little bit more assertive on offense, but not just not just be like more assertive. I I want him to get set up more in like within the offense itself, right? And that I think is is sort of like what I'm saying. Like, hey, as an organizing principal, you want somebody who is going to say, "I'm going to take it upon myself to make sure that these guys eat," right? So so that th- these guys aren't worrying about like, okay, how am I going to get my shots? I want Markel to like set it up for them, and so. I'm I'm thinking that if Markel like does does take that step, then you know Paolo. I think he was at about 20 points a game last year. I have to go look at the exact number, right? But you you bump that up, right? You get maybe three or four more free throws per game. You get a couple more just sort of easy buckets per game, right? Where he's scoring like he doesn't need to become an isolation monster for that to happen. It's just like hey, play a little bit smarter, um, play a little bit more, play a little bit smarter, play a little bit more aggressive. Let somebody else set the table for you. And then I think that that will just like dovetail w- w- with everything. So I appreciate the the Markel love, and I'm gonna just give my best Frank. I'll believe it when I see it, muchacho. Are uh, we sure you it, even grew that mustache that's on your face right now, Dan? You know I have a hormone <laughs> disorder. Nice. All real um, men have mustaches. <laughs> yeah, but real men actually grow them. <laughs> <laughs> Chase does I, uh, not have I a like- player for this, by the way. So Jason, over to you. Zach has uh, Shaden Sharp, who I think is uh, uh, an interesting choice sticking with BMW. Man, he's um, loving the, these this, this Goonies team, man. Scoot yeah, he's all for about the, rookie. He's all about hey, the Goonies. He's also the only one of us that likes Joe Cronin, so he's just all. all it's true. Goonies. Hey, say um, say the full name. The full name. But face Joe Cronin. <laughs> Joseph Cronin. <laughs> Joseph Buttface Cronin the third. Um, there it is. Um, uh, he also listed Obi Toppin uh, as an as a. It's a good a one too. Watch, which I really like too. Um, as for my own, y'all don't need me to mention Max Christie again. Y'all know what's coming <laughs> from him. Uh, the other guys I have uh, is Jalen Green. Uh, I think he is a kind of a perfect kind of guy who's shown it uh, in flashes um, and then will show it or, you know, in a more consistent way uh, that kind of gets people's attention. And then uh, a a guy who's going to, I think, have to run a lot of offense for uh, approximately 25 games, Desmond Bain. Uh, He's been here, but I could see the the bigger role. being, you know, just really juicing his stats and, and him being like a real all-star guy. 
this year. Wow. Um, okay. Do you think Jaws will ask him, um, do you feel in charge? <laughs> <laughs> no, Marcus Smart charge? is going to ask him that. Oh, yeah, man. he'll be like, okay. I'm in charge. Every fourth I, quarter. Yeah. I have two other I have... names that I want to share real quick. Dan, are you on the same page? Uh, I have <laughs> Onyeko Kongwu on the Hawks. Again, sticking with the Hawks. Oh my gosh. But this Hawks I also love. have uh, Jonathan Kaminga on the Warriors, mm. who has looked Kami- fantastic in the preseason. And um, <laughs> Jason's snip, doing the snap. snap. <laughs> uh, he's looked great, man. And he's, they're going to, they're going to, if they're going to take the leap that I, you know, clearly outlined that I expect them to take this season, he's going to be a big reason why. So um, his shooting splits have been really good. Granted, again, it's like five games of preseason, but if he can keep that up, dude's a freak of nature athletically and he can, you know, I think make a huge difference on this team. There's a, this is going to be a little bit, a little bit of a non sequitur, but you mentioned the Grizzlies and I meant to do this when you said Taylor Jenkins earlier um, for like coach of the year, but did either of you read the ESPN piece about Jaw from from this week? I haven't read it yet. It just came out like yesterday, right? I, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I thought it was a couple it. days yeah. ago. I don't know, Maybe, I, but yeah. but I read I read it and it was uh, it was uh, it was it was pretty tough for my guy Jaw. Like uh, yeah, these, like the the I'm very much par- paraphrasing this, but it was uh, it sort of leveled some institutional enablement, basically like Jaw got paid thinks he's thinks he's all that and his parents like from the, again this is according to the article parents think that like they're all that and so they just start treating everybody like crap um and so that kind of dovetails with some with some statements from uh, Derek Rose and Marcus Smart I don't know if you saw those but they were like oh I'm not here to babysit I'm here to play basketball right and so there's in- institutional stuff going on with the grids you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it was it was tough. It was it was it's it's definitely looking like it's tough. So that this, is very this is all to say. Yeah, th- this is all to say. I hope Desmond Bain can step up. <laughs> <laughs> um, wake me up the first time that an, an NBA organization starts like uh, giving tough love to its superstar. Uh, I don't know <laughs> that that's ever going to happen. So sure, uh, we need yeah. the rest of the locker room to, to support John making some progress. We wish you the yeah. best. This is a unequivocally pro job podcast, um, as every NBA podcast should be. Um, okay, so you got y'all feel like your appetites have been been uh, been been tickled uh, a little bit with these appetizers. Uh, let's get full. Let's get full, boys. <laughs> let's let's let's, uh, let's dig into this uh, ratatouille that we have as I don't know what I don't know the entree and appetizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we're going to start we've been talking about uh, individuals now we're going to talk about some teams conference finals finals and champion we've been also talking about a lot of regular season stuff now we're going to talk about what's going to happen when the rubber meets the road when it really matters what's going to go down uh let's start with chase with patrick's or sorry (laughs) start with patrick (laughs) with chase's pick who is Ch- who does Chase have making the conference finals? Chase has in the Eastern Conference Finals Bucks versus Celtics, Western Conference Finals Nuggets versus Lakers. Finals he has Celtics versus Lakers, 
and his champion pick Celtics. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jason so was smiling up until that point. <laughs> yes. So basically, we will need to be here to support Jason for at least a few months after Lakers Celtics anxiety watch already starts at the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. It starts at five. Let's go. Yeah. Um, okay. That uh, we're we're spicy already. I I, I like it. Uh, Dan, let's 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 go over to Dan for his own. Cool. Okay. So. Uh, Eastern Conference again. These are, you know, barring barring injury, it's it's got to be Bucks Celtics. Uh, in the Western Conference, sorry Jay, I'm going I'm going Nuggets Suns in in the in 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 the in the Western Conference. Uh, in the finals to re- to represent the East, I'm going Bucks. In the West, I'm going Nuggets. And I actually think that the that that the Nuggets are going to repeat. So I have the Nuggets winning. Wow. So far, not great for Jason's mental health. Jay, how you feeling? <laughs> Look, if if I took every prediction that Dan makes as gospel, it would probably drive <laughs> me a little bit crazy. So, um, uh, but yeah, not not great, Bob. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my personals. Then we'll go Patrick. Then I'll do Zach's because Zach's okay. is spicy i I was um, hoping for some spice in this because uh, yeah go ahead yeah Jimmy. so i have uh at, with the east conference finals uh real curveball here buck celtics <laughs> uh western conference finals lakers nuggets uh and then in the finals i have the bucks over the lakers because as much as i love mm-hmm. my team and believe in them to do everything I want them to do. I also loudly pronounced on a Brad weeks ago <laughs> that the Bucks were going to have a uh, championship parade in Milwaukee, and I'm sticking by it. I'm a takesman first and foremost. So Bucks over Lakers in the finals in a wow. heck of a series. Wow, that's so. Yeah, I spent <laughs> I spent quite a lot of time uh, thinking about this in preparation for this pod. And I just feel like, obviously, there's a lot of iterations of what everyone just threw out. Um, I I kind of, I mean, I hope that there's some stuff that we're not expecting that happens. I feel like it happens every year. It's just so, it's so hard to predict. Like, I mean, obviously, Miami is a fantastic example of that last year, although at least from a sample size standpoint, they've there's some evidence that they were capable of doing what they did. Um, yeah, so... With that said, I, in the Eastern Conference, um, I have to go Celtics, Bucks. I just think, especially in the East, I think that where the mayhem is going to ensue is going to be in the West. I don't know if I have the cojones to uh, to make any crazy bowl predictions. I had some, I had some up my sleeve potentially, but I've already, I feel like I've already made so many ridiculous predictions up to this point that I, I mean, I guess I could have taken the like, well, what's a what's a few more. Uh, stance, but I didn't. Um, so I got I've got Celtics Bucks in the East, in the West. Um, man, I'm gonna go Suns Lakers. I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger. 2010, 2010 all over again. I'm gonna go Suns Lakers, and I'm gonna say that the Bucks meet the Suns in the finals, which I do think is a little bit of a spicy take. I think because the Suns, we haven't seen this before. Nobody really knows what to expect. But I just think their offense is going to be 
unfreaking guardable. I think it's going to be electric. Um, their depth is obviously worrisome. So with that in mind, I'm going to have a repeat of the 2021 finals with the Bucks beating the Suns. I think it'll be a fun series. Um, but I just, maybe this is just me wanting Dame to get a, a title and, you know, Giannis to get another one. I think that would be, I think that would be fantastic. But honestly, you could tell me, you could tell me any of the teams that we've listed off in the West make the finals and potentially even win. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. I mean, I could see that happening. What about the so Warriors? You're, so you, yeah, you're going <laughs> to, yeah. you, you said the teams we've talked about, which is the Suns, Lakers and Nuggets trio. You're, 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 Feeling okay that uh, you don't think the Warriors are going to pull this off? Huh? I don't think so. But again, this is part of the snip snap journey, man. <laughs> snip, I just snap. I think a lot of this again. I'm not breaking any ground here, but uh, I think a lot of it's the whole Styles makes fights. Styles make fights approach that that Jason's brought up time and time again on this pod. Like I think it's all matchup dependent, and depending on what iteration we get of, especially again in the West. Like you could have a team like the Nuggets just match up against another team that they don't match up super well against defensively. Yeah. Like honestly, a, a Phoenix, I think Phoenix would be tough for them to guard. Um, I think this is a little bit of a hot take for me to say this. Like I'm, I'm not. I want to add the qualifier that I will not refuse to take anything away from the Nuggets run what they did in the playoffs this last season. They went 16 and four. They Do blew it. the doors off Do most it. teams. But, but honestly, Do man, it. like the the West is way better now. It's way yeah. better now, and I think that I do think that we're underestimating. Like there was this whole article this last week that KOC put out that quoted Calvin Booth a ton about Jay. You sent it out to the group, right? About the Nuggets mm-hmm. and kind of their mentality and how they're they're drafting all these rookies that are older rookies, but they're basically depending on them to play heavy minutes and to play a huge role on this team. That if I were a Nuggets fan, that, that would kind of terrify me a little bit. Like you've got, you know, I, I think they're at least top three in Jokic, Murray, and Aaron Gordon. I feel fantastic about. Y'all know I'm not the biggest Michael Porter Jr. fan. I think when he's on, he's really on. And when he's off, doesn't bring much to the table. He's not a playmaker, not doing it, not not bringing a ton on defense. And then who's their fifth starter? I mean, it's, it's, it's Christian Brown, ostensibly, right? Well, like. KCP man, let's not. Oh, let's duh. Not okay. KCP All right. I, man. I take Come it back. I, I include KCP in the top four. Um, yeah. but you never know, man. You never know. So anyway, I'll stop rambling. No, now. I mean, I, you're exactly right. And and he specifically said that this strategy they're taking when it comes to team building is not aimed at maximizing their championship odds this year. Uh. Right. Which is just fat, fascinating, a uh, fascinating thing to say when you've just won the championship. I, uh, I the best will, player on your team, best player in the world. Yeah, on your team. So, like, yeah. Come on now. Well, <laughs> because like I, I read the article too, and 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 the GM is making that point. I just think that that for as much crap as I give Jokic, as far you know, right? Like I love being like, hey, he would just rather be riding his horses or whatever, and and everybody. <laughs> I think knows that's it. true, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like even even with that said, I think. Like you can't be the best player in the world without a certain measure of like competitiveness, right? And 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 I think really like when 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 thinking about like why I think the Nuggets will will repeat, everyone's healthy, right? So if if Jamal Murray blows up his knee again, then like okay, sure, then then let's have a conversation. But everyone was healthy, 
they like they had obviously Bruce Brown was important, but like look and what was was important to that run, but Jokic is why they they won the championship. I think that guy's actually insanely competitive. Um and and I think that it's true that they might not have the best record in the West in the regular season or anything like that. But I think last year showed, especially in the playoffs, what's the answer? I mean, the the Lakers look there is um, none. Yeah, like the, the Lakers look approximately the same. Like like even like Jokic annihilated AD last year. Like it it, it wasn't close. And for the most part, right? Like they, they obviously have some some different like background pieces. But that feels like a puzzle that they haven't solved yet. Phoenix, obviously on offense, like fantastic, but they just have like Swiss cheese at like on at, at center, like on on defense, right? Like how and and that's where where Jokic is is going to do everything. So right right now, I agree that the or I think that the the target is on the Nuggets' backs, and it's incumbent on somebody else in the West to. To solve, to prove that they can solve that puzzle, and I just don't think that that anybody is is there yet. Yeah, no, let you, me be clear again. Like, I I think that the, the Nuggets should absolutely be the the title favorites, especially from a betting perspective. I think we absolutely need to give them the benefit of the doubt. I just, I guess, my point with them is, I just think the West is better now, and I think that I think that they absolutely could repeat again. I think they could. They could do exactly what they did last season. I just think it's going to be a harder run for them. I think it's going to be a heavier lift for them. Um, the West is going to be fun, man. It's going to be a bloodbath, but oh. it's going to be fun. It was a bloodbath last year. It's going to be a bloodbath this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I, said it before. I think people are underrating how good the Nuggets role players were in that run. People are, under, are underrating how good Bruce Brown was. In the Lakers series, KCP played basically the second best series of his life. And the first was in the 2020 finals against Miami. Um, like uh, Murray did the same. Um, uh, Jeff Green was way better than he needed to be or than anyone would expect him to be through that playoff run. And they did not replace those guys. Um, and so like, yeah. And so, I mean, if they were going to see the same competition as last year, the same teams, then I would feel the same. I would, I would say, you know, book them a ticket to the finals. Um, I'll, go, I'll let me justify my picks before I give Zach's, which are very fun. Um, um, I specifically with regard to the West, we don't need to talk about the East. Boston, Milwaukee is just going to be what it's going to be, and uh, whichever team is going to limp out of that <laughs> series. Um, but um, uh, I, I actually think that Lakers, Suns, Nuggets very, might very well be kind of a rock paper scissors going into this season, um, which is. Um, like Dan said, the Lakers haven't necessarily changed and changed the nature of how they're going to approach Jokic. Um, I do think that LeBron being fully healthy may change that equation, uh, because they, uh, specifically on the offensive end to keep up versus stopping them. Uh, but with that said, yeah, the Lake, the Nuggets might have the edge in a Lakers series, especially because the Nuggets just have a B in their bonnet about the Lakers. Um, and, the the I like the Lakers matchup against the Suns quite a bit. Yep. Um. Uh. And then I do like the Suns matchup against the Nuggets. Um. I, the Suns can certainly keep up with them. They took uh, two games off, scoring. man. They won the most games against them in, in the playoffs, and that was with KD being on the team for like a month before the playoffs started. And that was without Bradley Beal. 
Yeah. Uh, yep. And some of the other and pieces Nurkic. that they've added. Wait, what? So if so if, <laughs> so if that's a rock, paper, scissors, it's exactly what I talked about last week, which is it might come down to who has the one seed, who has the two seed, who has the three seed, who actually has to play each other yeah. for the Western Conference Finals. And so I I played it out the way I think it's going to play out, which is the Lakers will play whoever wins between the Suns and the Nuggets mm-hmm. uh, after playing, I would think, probably the Warriors in the second round, who I also think they match up well with. Oh, yeah. Um, Agreed. And so, um, and I, while we're talking about the Warriors, oh, let's no. talk about Zach. Oh, no. Spicy takes. <laughs> Zach Burnham has picked the uh, Bucks and Celtics in the East and the Warriors and Denver Nuggets in the West. And for the finals, don't he say has it. Don't say it. The Warriors against the Bucks. What? In the finals. Giannis. <laughs> I rubbed off Steph. on him too much, dude. <laughs> and he has the Bucks winning the championship in six. Um, but yeah, another finals appearance uh, from the Golden State Warriors, according to Zach Burnham. Uh, not, not a lot of. Uh, explanation here but i like it it's, it's i'd nice like to think spicy. that his explanation is patrick really convinced me on our podcast last week yeah. that the warriors are going to be good <laughs> I so. and so i think so i just had to go with it <laughs> so we have me uh, when it comes to champion picks i have the bucks zach has the bucks dan has the nuggets patrick has the bucks right yep. and chase has celtics, celtics. um so you wow, heard I'm, it the, here. I'm the lone Western Conference holdout. Michael Malone, do not put this on your bulletin board. <laughs> We're not like, interested in being part podcast. of this narrative. <laughs> you guys are never going to believe this. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, great stuff. Ooh, that's a that's a nice nice main course right there. Um, the other half the of the main course, the other entree, most valuable player. Um, I'm really excited for MVP this year because it doesn't need to be like as toxic as it's been in the past. <laughs> oh man! Now, now, that, now that Joel has won his, uh, Giannis has won his, Jokic has won his, we kind of don't have to get quite as toxic about it uh, going forward. There doesn't need to be quite as camp- much campaigning from those guys, um, and we can just uh, have fun. You know, having a having a spirited but respectful conversation going forward instead of like me spending hours at night tweeting at Nuggets fans. About- <laughs> One of my most uh, memorable episodes of our our season last season was our mid season awards. <laughs> you and me yeah. getting into it a little bit about uh, Jokic and yeah. and Embiid. I seem to remember Jason saying something like. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic about Joel and me, right? Maybe a little violin after. Speaking of, Brittany's doing great, by the way. Yeah. We do not. No, do not say her name. We don't need the Brittany oh, fans no. listening to this Brittany podcast. Alone. Oh, my Brittany. Oh, I thought she was doing great. So, I know. Yeah, we're pro Brittany in case anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> Um, oh okay, so MVP. Um, we had everyone make their top five list, um, uh, and uh, let's 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 go five to one when you get yeah, the yeah, list. Yeah, um, so let's start with the uh, with Mr. Lyons. What you got, sir? Okay, 
Uh, wait, so am I doing just number five right now? Or am I, or I'm just starting at the bottom and then going to the top. You can, if you want to editorialize as to each of them, you can, but go five to one. Okay, five to one. Okay. So number five for, I think I'm going to have uh, Giannis at five, right? I just, I, I think he's going to do, you know, really well during the regular season, get some love. Um, four... I think I'm going to have Luca where again, like, I think he's just going to get the love, right. Just, just having it. Ultimately that's, it's, it's a flawed, it's a flawed team, but also a beautiful team. Um, and so I think Luca is, is going to get a bunch there. Um, obviously in the West, I think Jokic is, is going to get a bunch of love. Um, but I actually think I have Jokic at two, three, um, LeBron is 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 at three i think yeah i think look he's yes <laughs> look he's 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 yeah there's talking about like being healthy um lebron actually does look really healthy i do i i honestly hope that darvin ham plays him less minutes per game that's something i've been thinking about a lot with lebron he's someone who's always insisted to like Right, he he's insisted like, hey, like you know, I'm playing you know 43 minutes, 45 minutes in this really close game, but my I I hope that that Ham will keep his minutes in that like 30 30 to 32 range, which is like a little bit low. Like you're 21, keep him around. He's still he's still incredible. Um, so yeah, LeBron three, um, Jokic two for all the obvious reasons, and number one, Tatum. Right. It's like it's uh it's 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 the new it's 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 gonna be the passing of, of the torch. Um I think the Celtics are gonna have gangbusters regular season. Um playoffs, no idea, right? But the MVP isn't a playoff award, it's uh it's 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 a regular season award. Um and I think this this Celtics team right right is like I think that they have the potential to be like in that sixty five plus win win territory in the regular season um they've they've got the right pieces tatum obviously had has has been an incredible individual player for for a while and so i think the celtics are going to win a crap ton of games and i think he's i think he's going to win the mvp very interesting if a little bit disgusting take from uh mr lyons (laughs) um pat why don't you give us uh chase's pick Chase did not follow the assignment correctly, so shout Shocking. out to Chase. We love you. Um, he had Luca as his MVP. Did not list okay. anyone else, but uh, I like the take. It's a good one. Oh yeah, that there's there's definitely an argument for that. Uh, let's go to let's go to Zach's take, which is you pick. He also picked Luka Doncic, um, and according to Zach, I think he will have a revenge tour after last season's ending. Dallas could be good. I think there's a little bit of Grant Williams involved there. I just, he will that, be but... the Robin to yeah. Grant Williams' Batman. Batman. <laughs> um, pretty wild that Luca could win MVP while being the second best player in his team, according to uh, oh, Kenya Save that for later. Save that for later. <laughs> um, but he says he's finally taking the mantle, and his top five includes Tatum, Steph, Shea, and Jokic slash Embiid couldn't decide, which is funny after the last few years. Jokic and Embiid always did it against each other, even in Zach's top five. But yeah, two votes for Luca so far. Um, uh, Patrick, what do you got for yourself? All right. 
again, this is another award that I struggled mightily with. At one point, I strongly considered leaving Jokic off my top five. And then I was like, that's <laughs> stupid. I just don't think he's going to care about the regular season. But even even him not caring is still probably going to be like 25, 12, and 10, or 9. He just kind of gets stats without even trying. So I think it's going to be I think that was his season last, his regular think season last was. year. He yeah. didn't yeah. care. And, yeah. and he literally, the last month, was like, please don't give me the MVP. I'm going to stop playing with a fake injury <laughs> for a couple <laughs> weeks. Just give it to Joel. No, Joel earned it. Um, So... My, I'll start with my fifth because this is a this is a one of my one of my bold predictions, not the bold prediction, but this is a bold prediction. At number five, I have Tyrese Halliburton as a top five MVP candidate. I think Indiana is going to take a huge leap this season. Wow! We talked about we talked about we talked about Indiana that when Tyrese <laughs> played last season, they were a an above five hundred team. And that team was not as good as this team is this year. So I expect big things out of our guy. Again, this is a very pro Halliburton podcast. He had an amazing uh, international run, even though the U.S. as a team did not do super great. But um, I just ex- I, I'm expecting big things for our guy Tyrese. There's some sriracha on the entree there. <laughs> I like that. There you go. That is a flavor I enjoy. Okay, keep it going. Okay, so the other ones uh, above this until I get to my first one or my top candidate, I don't think we really need to spend any time on. Four, I have Jokic. I I struggled with putting Booker in over him at one point, but I again, I just don't think I think that Phoenix, the fact that they've got their three dudes, it's just going to be it's going to be tough for any of them to emerge. Um, three, I've got Giannis. Again, Speaking of revenge tour, I think he's going to have one as well after that embarrassing exit and of also being rejuvenated with Dame on his team now. Two, I've got Luca. Number one, top candidate, Stefan Wardell Curry. <laughs> you, it's like the toxic ex. I can't do it, dude. I just, I can't quit. I can't quit. I, at one point, <laughs> I was watching the Warriors last night and I was like, do I like Steph now? What is happening to me? Um, we all like Steph, whether we like him or not. We all I was very him. anti-Steph for a very long time, and I think I may be coming yes. around on him now. Uh, oh I just, again, I mean, I, I'm staying on brand here. I think that the Warriors are going to have a really great regular season. I think we're going to see uh, a rejuvenated Steph after getting some of the bad vibes off of the team. I think he's going to average, I think he's going to have 50, 40, 90 splits shooting splits and i think he's just gonna he's gonna carry that team and he's gonna return well not even return i mean the guy's just been out of control for the last like 10 years so i think this is a yep this is time uh, another time for him to shine so i'm going steph for his third mvp win please be prophetic patrick make me a little scratch Uh, (laughs) contact gladly uh, (laughs) one of the corporate bookies about that possibility um all right i saved myself for last because y'all gonna get a hoot out of this one um number five Giannis. austin same as everybody else (laughs) d'angelo russell Uh... (laughs) no there will be no lakers on this list because i think they'll split votes uh, among the three of them and maybe rory will get a vote or two there you know who knows um but uh uh 5 4 
uh, along with what Patrick was saying, Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker mm-hmm. is clearly the Suns' best player at this point. Um, and I think they're going to be a juggernaut in the regular season, 50-something wins, um, and it's time for him to get his due. My wounds from 2021 have healed with regard to him. I'm sure he will re-pierce them uh, very soon, and I will hate him again. But I just I think he's a killer. I still am a little sick to my stomach about how much he tries to associate himself with Kobe. But um, uh, but uh, he I mean he's a killer. I love him. Um, number three, Luca. Same reasons as everybody else. I heavily considered putting him number one. Um, I will not be shocked one bit if he wins the MVP this year. It's kind of if if there's if there's a guy who hasn't won it yet, who it's sort of a it's time kind of guy. Um, it's Luca for me. I had him as my midseason MVP last year. Uh, that did not turn out well. Um, uh, two, I have Jokic. The the media people are chomping at the bit to give this man another MVP. Uh, I just don't think he's going to give them enough reasons to do it because uh, he's, as he should, I don't think he's going to care about the regular season. We've already talked about Jamal Murray taking over more of the burden and making an all NBA team potentially. So I have him at number, but I have him at number two because they want to give him another one. <laughs> like they are ready. Um, number one, I may have reacted uh, in a performative manner to Daniel's pick. But I also have Jason Tatum as number one. Whoa. Whoa. Jason is a true objective takesman. This is fantastic stuff. Wow. I was laying in bed this morning, laying in bed, just, uh, (laughs) just, just running the ideas through my mind over and over. And I just kept coming back to, he is clearly the best player on the Celtics team. Um, yeah, there are but there are a lot of very, very, very good players on the Celtics team, but he is clearly the best, and that's a very good MVP formula: um, is to have a really good supporting cast, but nobody who steals any votes from you. Nobody's voting for Drew for MVP. Nobody's voting for Jalen Brown for MVP, especially after all the left-hand jokes this <laughs> the summer. Left um, like nobody's going to take votes from him, and they're going to be good enough. Uh, and so that is a very, very good formula. Uh, for uh, for a regular season award, which is what I hope he uh, only gets uh, is a regular season trophy and nothing else. Uh, but yeah, so we have two votes for Jason Tatum, two votes for Luka Doncic, and one just 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 wonderful, <laughs> spicy, vulnerable, uh, trauma informed vote for second. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Which, uh, yes. all perimeter players. All perimeter players after the dominance of the bigs the last few years for MVP. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, we have an interesting season coming up when it comes to those entrees, man. Um, I, I can't wait to see who's right. Uh, watch the Suns win the championship and none of us are right. Uh, that would be <laughs> great. Uh, or, or the Warriors, potentially. No, gosh, please no. Close. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or maybe the Miami Heat. You know, we'll see. Um, but uh, okay, uh, after uh, some good appetizers and a, and, a, and, a, and a hearty entree, you know what the people love. People love a little dessert, a little creme brulee, little, uh, little cinnamon roll maybe. Oh yeah, cinnamon roll, little brownies and ice cream. Let's go. Mm, little pazook, pazook zook. 
you know go for a pazuki right um, now 1 30 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> to be clear i would go for a pazuki at any point and no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. so the dessert that we have for our listeners for this pod is my most anticipated part of this podcast which is the bold predictions for the 2023-24 season from the takesmen uh, around here. I know that I put uh, some some real heart and effort into these bold predictions. Hope everyone else did. Everyone gird up your loins, take courage, and put out something that is <laughs> going to make you look super dumb three months from now. Oh, man. Consider Do my it. loins girded. <laughs> Go, Patrick. Go. Okay, so I think that... How do you guys feel about doing a little little rapid fire, just kind of spitting them off for the sake of time? Sure. Because I have I have maybe a, go a in few. a circle. Yeah, let's like, do it. You do one, Dan do one, I do one. I like back it. to you. No explanation, I, just shoot it out. Oh, do you have? Okay. And then we move on. Okay. Do you have multiple, Dan? I have one really good one and one really dumb one. <laughs> Great, I, I'm excited. That sounds for like both. the Dan we know and love. All right, <laughs> Patrick, start us off. All right, so this is this is one of Chase's, and then I'll do one of mine. So Chase's first one is that the Oklahoma City, and I did not, I did, not, I did not write this down. This is in the group chat. OKC will make it to the second round of the playoffs. We love you, Chase. Thank you so much. Um, wow. <laughs> mine is that Demar Derozan will get traded from the Bulls to a playoff team, and that he will help swing a playoff series next spring. Love that. Love that for Damar. Uh, is it Damar or his daughter who will do the swinging? Both. Both, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> will do the swinging, awesome. she will do the screaming at the opponents. <laughs> it will be great. Uh, let me go next, because I have a few. Um, uh, look, the, gir- the, the, the loins are girded. Desmond Bain <laughs> will make an all-NBA team. Whoa! Along with Kyrie. This is Who else is going to be on this team? I think Steph and Dame are going to take those first team spots. You can paint my butt red if it's not those two. Booker will get another spot. Okay, let me give my other one. SGA, it's it's related. SGA will have another great season, but he will drop from first team to no team. Oh, wow. That really hurt. I'm sorry. sorry. The guards are crazy, and that's not accounting for guys like Baines. But I mean, yeah, so my guards for the All NBA team Steph, Dame, Booker, Kyrie, that's four already. Uh, Halliburton, Luca, uh, Trey. I mean, all of those guys are possibilities. So Kyrie is not making an All NBA team. Lock it in, baby. That's your bold prediction. Let's be honest. I That's know, I got that one off a while ago. Uh, um, all right, Dan, who what you got? All right. Give us the bad give us the bad one first, and then we'll come okay. back around to the good yes, one. Yes, please. Well, okay, actually they're both bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. So <laughs> scoring. Okay, wait, wait, sorry. No, 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 no introduction. We're we're just going to Devin Booker will score more than eighty one points in a game this season. Whoa! Oh my oh. Scorcher from the sun. Get it? He just heard me sun. talk about feeling queasy about his relationship with Kobe, and you say he will break the, the 
perimeter player scoring record. <laughs> the right. perimeter player scoring record. The modern yeah. scoring record. He, Unbelievable. I've seen him drop 60 in a game. He's he's dropped 70 um, with the gravity of Beal and KD. And I feel like both of those guys, to your point about like Book being the best player on the Suns, I think if there's a game where he gets hot, I think that both of those guys are at a point where they're like, yeah, we want to pump him up. And Book sure has the propensity to shoot. And uh, I, it'll happen this I year. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it and hate it at the same time. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, Pat. do you want? Did, did Zach send any over to you? Zach did not do any okay. bold predictions. Uh, he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He's a L7 weenie today in that L7. Um, so here's another one from Chase. The Clippers will have another subpar season and blow up their roster at the end of the season. That's a bold prediction. I think that's almost expected at this point. I mean, if I think it's considered Finally. bold because they haven't done anything. They haven't this gone point. To, and they haven't entered the new arena yet. So the blow up part really is, I think, pretty bold. But yeah. yeah. Um, mine is that Joel Embiid will ask out of Philly at some point. And I know that hurts your heart, Jay. I just feel he's a dumpster <laughs> fire right now. And they might be, I still think they're probably going to be fine in the regular season, but do you want to be fine or do you want to actually compete for a championship? Cause you're not competing for a championship on this team. Even if Tyrese Maxey takes a leap, I'm sorry, it's not happening. I definitely heard those words out of your mouth six months ago. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I had the same prediction at the start of last season. Yeah. So maybe my timing yeah. was just off and I was really kind of seeing far out in the future. And I meant this season. So, all right. So back around to me, uh, no, I don't think anyone is gonna is gonna touch this, but uh, the midseason tournament, the Atlanta Hawks will oh, win get out of the here. midseason ah, tournament. Ah, <laughs> ah, I hate ka, this. Ka. No, but if you look at the groupings, the only team with an easier grouping is the Celtics. I'm just not gonna pick them to win it. So uh, the Hawks are in a group with the Sixers, dumpster fire, Cavs, who knows, really? Pacers, beatable. Pistons certainly beatable, uh, and uh, yeah, Hawks are going to be rolling in the regular season. You're not going to want to run into them on like a random Wednesday night, um, and uh, yeah, mid season tournament, a lot, of, a lot of money for those guys. Um, another because that's more kind of about Trey and about teams we hated on last year. Another bold prediction related to teams we hated on last year: Anthony Edwards will lead the league in scoring. Ooh, yeah, very nice. 20, yeah, that's average, good. Average 24 a game last year, which is his previous high. So it will take a huge lead for him big. to lead the league in scoring the way, way so place scoring numbers are at. But uh, I see it from him. Let's go. Wow. Dan, Love give it. us your good one. Give us the good one. <laughs> the good one. So this is building off a little bit of my, my, one of my predictions from last year. My prediction from last year was that Laurie Markin would win the dunk contest. <laughs> and he did not play he, he he did not dunk in the dunk contest and but he did mash on everybody a lot last season which was super fun right. so in that's right. in that spirit chet holmgren will beat victor Wembanyama in the dunk contest <laughs> you pronounce that i think what i'm most shocked by is that you pronounce Wembanyama correct dude i almost pronounced <laughs> it incorrectly it was really close <laughs> It was really, really close. Weminyama dunking is like he doesn't even have to jump. There's no like I don't even know what that would look like from a dunk contest standpoint. Like it does make me think that he could have like something up his sleeve, like dunking on a 
15 foot rim, right? Um, something like that. Um, Chet, I'm, I'm less bullish on when it comes to the dunk contest. You don't like chin like strap, it. Chet? I like it's it. actually become like Dude. full, full chin beard, Chet, now. No, it's I a think really I terrible look. for him. Look, he'll he'll always be chin strap chat chat for me. <laughs> but, Still more facial hair than I'll ever have. <laughs> but what I like about Chet is that he's competitive, which is why I think he'll win. Okay. He he's okay. not someone to back down against against anybody, let alone Vic. So um I'm you, you, like you heard he it here set, first. I like he's setting up the uh the Slenderman rivalry for years to come. <laughs> the Slenderman. Uh, nice you know, and early. A lot of people are uh are referring to Wemby as the French Chet, so I think this checks out. <laughs> the French Chet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh all right, let me hit, let me hit you with 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 one I mean I already gave my my Halliburton take and how the Pacers are going to be really really good. Um my other one is I I think that Sam Presti will finally push in some of his chips and trade some of his picks to go get somebody. This is a really lame prediction because I have no idea who it's going to be, but I hope that it's a star. Um, I think it's time. I think that, I mean, I don't, this is a contradictory what I said last week, but I think, okay, so he's going to be really, really good again. If they're good enough kind of by mid season to look like they have a, a shot at, contending in the playoffs then i think that i think that sam will be ready to to pull the trigger so that's my prediction for the thunder chase had that the jazz will stumble into the play-in as the 10 seed win the first game but lose the second look y'all spring is sprung it's a time for optimism it's a time for dreaming and i support that um even if i don't agree with it um do you, do you have any more, Patrick? Because I only have one more myself. No, nope, that's it for me. Okay. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. Um, there might have been a little bit of foreshadowing early in the podcast of this one, uh, but I'm I'm really proud of it. I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Don't, don't pigeonhole me. <laughs> and I don't think you know exactly what I'm going to say. Joe Missoula will be fired mid-season. <laughs> By the Boston Celtics. Okay, I thought you were going to say they were getting fired at the end of the season. So you got me. They will, they will enter the playoffs with a different coach oh than gosh. Joe Missoula. And get out of here. And and they will enter the playoffs as a like probably rolling, probably as a very good team. Um, but they will go through some sort of spell. Uh, like a David where, Blatt situation. Yes, so, oh, exactly. Wait, exactly. are they going to... Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You can't say some other coach. We all know who it's going to be. Oh, no. Well, well. so are you talking about Jeff Van Gundy? Because yes, Jeff yes. Van Gundy is in the building now. Yes, uh, yes. And that was a big part of the take, but it'll either be Jeff Van Gundy or uh, Charles Lee, who, mm. has, who, was the, uh, who was Mike Budenholzer's number two guy for years in uh, Milwaukee, well, for, after Darvin Ham left. Um, he is obviously seen as a guy who could take over. And a lot of people have spent this offseason be like, oh, yeah, isn't it so cool that Joe Missoula has such a great bench of assistants, right? And I'm like, does he have a great <laughs> deep bench of assistants or does he have a lot of replacements ready to go if he's not, <laughs> if he doesn't have his hands on the wheel? Um, uh, maybe, maybe they'll flame out in the midseason tournament. And, uh, <laughs> which is and, in like, and, like oh my gosh 
<laughs> and the front office won't like that very much. I think he is on a hotter seat than uh, than it appears, and and that they have his. Uh, it was like when Jason Kidd was was uh, Frank Vogel's top assistant in L.A. How everyone was like, "This doesn't go well." Uh, the guys right there. Uh, the guys. There are multiple guys right there. Uh, ready to take his spot uh, in the very Game of Thrones kind of situation. So um, this that's is a my good prediction. one. This and, is a juicy one. Yeah, and, that's good. And guess what? I still think they're going to make the conference finals and maybe make the finals. Like, yeah. I don't think this is like a prediction they're going to be bad. I just think the crumbs are the breadcrumbs are there, and I'm just following them to their obvious <laughs> conclusion just here. There. It's um, good. it's a good thing Zach's not on tonight because I think he would probably be defending Missoula vehemently. I'm, I've, yeah. I'm very much in the Missoula skeptic camp and have been uh, really since he took over for Odoka. I just think like good coaches slash great coaches. I mean, this, again, this is a very obvious take, but they make their teams better. And there wasn't again. I'm sure Zach will come swinging in off the top rope and send something in the text thread after I say this, but. <laughs> I I didn't see anything last season that I was like, oh, that was like that was clearly Joe. That was clearly clearly something that Missoula did to make this team better. I just saw a guy that looked freaked out of his mind in the playoffs and led a team into whole you know a hole in multiple series that they had to climb out of, and unfortunately couldn't in the Miami series. So I think it's a great take. Like, do you do we really think that that the front office is like all bought in on a guy who says that he? He watches the town every day. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, oh, dude. Like, uh, as soon as that came out, I was like, this man is not long for this world. He, he can't. Look, he can't watch. I'll just say winning, winning cures, winning covers for a plethora of sins. It and sure does. The, this, this team's going to win in the regular season. And I'll tell you what, I. If if his coach gets fired in the midseason, they still write the ship and they still win like fifty five games. That's an, another reason to believe in Jason Tatum for MVP. So uh, these are not conflicting takes here. These are <laughs> this one cohesive theory of how this season is going to go. So love it. Great. Side meeting, note: you guys. Did you see? Did you see the JJ Redick Joe Mazzulla interview where Joe Mazzulla was like, I don't remember what the context was. But he, was he was basically like, yeah, you know, like what if. We got the one. What if we got the one seed and we ended up losing to the eight seed? Like he was saying it in like kind of a flippant way, and JJ Reddick was like, "You did lose. To, you did <laughs> lose to the eight seed." <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? And uh, yeah, it's a pretty. You should go watch it when you have a chance. But yep. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that was just like. I mean, I'm I'm feeling full from that meal. I don't know about you guys. I'm stuffed. Yeah. I mean, props to Chef Chef Jason. For that just gloriously prepared meal, just ten out of ten. Michel- three Michelin, three Michelin stars, right? You're oh. the next chef, Carmi, dude. Next- next- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you were gonna make a bear reference at some point. Oh yeah, yes, oh, yeah, chef. baby, yes, chef. Yeah, corner <laughs> hands. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. This is a this is a long one already. I know. I said that, Dan. Dan, do you feel ready to give the mud pie moment? Should we just have Jason? do it since zach said i mean i can do it too any of us can do it we can just read it out of the i'll just do it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it so there was an interview uh this week with Kenyon martin that's nets legend 
went on the, I believe it was the Gilbert Arenas podcast. Is that right? Um, and I, I don't, again, I, I don't know how they got on this subject, but um, at one point, Gilbert Arenas, sorry, Kenyon Martin uh, had the scorching hot take that um, Kyrie Irving is the best player on the Dallas Mavericks, that Luka is not the best player on the Mavericks. I It's one of like the weirder slash more out there takes I can ever remember hearing, especially from a former and like former NBA players are definitely known for having weird takes, right? Like they, they, you know, in general have some weird takes, but this is, this might take the cake. Like what planet are you living on (laughs) where you think Kyrie Irving is a better player than Luka Doncic? So that's what Zach won. I'm sure Zach would have explained it in a better way, but I think all of us are in agreement. Um, that Kenyon Martin, unfortunately, is this this week's uh, Mud Pie moment of the week. Can I throw out a little conspiracy theory about it? Yeah. Kenyon Martin, Kenya Martin primarily played for the New Jersey Nets. Mm. Kyrie Irving, originally from New Jersey, they developed some sort of relationship because Kyrie's dad was also a basketball player, right? Um, uh, they have a relationship, and Kyrie asked his good buddy Kenyon to start stirring the pot a little bit so that when February comes and he really wants to clinch his all-NBA team status, he can ask for a trade to the Los Angeles Lakers. Do you want him on the Lakers? I don't not want him on the Lakers. Like, come come on, Pat. He'd rather have him than D'Lo. I'm not That's saying fair. that. Do not put words in my mouth against my friend D'Angelo Russell, my young boy. Um, Derek like White, that. disciple D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, I hope D'Lo plays his way out of the allegations of him being just like a, a, a number for trading uh, this season, which a lot of people are alleging. But The um, allegation. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, look, I just, I think Kyrie probably hopes that this will be how it plays out uh this season just saying that's fair but if it happened if it happened would it help them maybe have a higher ceiling in the playoffs maybe uh is Kyrie potentially the offensive heir to the throne to play with Anthony Davis going forward potentially (laughs) you've been saying it for years to your credit Uh, the power, of, the power just... of Kyrie compels you, Jay. The power of Kyrie compels you. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to build. <laughs> Does it? Does it compel me? Oh, my gosh, man. I just also want to say tough. real quick as we wrap up, um, the season hasn't even started yet, and I think James Harden has already won the Mud Pie Man of the Year award. <laughs> it's already Absolutely. his. Yeah, Nobody yeah, else uh... is going to win it. Like, the, what this guy is doing... I, I, so the whole Ramona Shelburne, like this, this guy's, what is it? Like you haven't even seen what, what he's going to do to basically sabotage the team. It reminded me of when, uh, when Michael Scott is like, you, you have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> That's James Harden. <laughs> James Harden 2023 to Daryl Moore. You have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, it's I, insane. Let's let's not limit let's not limit the mud pie possibilities. The mud pies will come; they always do. They can. 
But... They can all see from James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> or Kyrie Irving. <laughs> okay, really. Yeah, I, I know that I'm setting myself up for ridicule by being pro Kyrie right now. But look, the heart wets what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help yourself. It's fine. Especially if that heart got the vaccine. You never know the effects of <laughs> vaccines can have. Oh my gosh. On that note, uh, yes. this, this is already longer than I think we set out for it to be. It's very late. Definitely. We're very oh, punchy. Thank you. I always appreciate any chance to hang out with you dudes. And uh, I'll edit this and we'll, we'll release it to the world and it'll be on record and we'll get texts from Zach and Chase and our fans. It'll be great. Snaps Perfect. for Mr. Central Time, Patrick Hervey. Amen. Can't imagine fun. doing anything more fun. See you on boys a Saturday next night. weekend. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, in person, in person, in person All right, dudes. Peace out, boys. Cool. Peace.